changes in the weather. Your home for Baylor football is ESPN Central Texas and the 87th Annual All-State Sugar Bowl. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Lark Smith, Matt Mosley, and me for Game Day Live, live from New Orleans on January 1st. And by the Office of Baylor Alumni, live from New Orleans on January 1st and here on ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. The perfect gift for that special someone. Uh, he picks these garden spots. He's he's in. Uh, he was in Whitewater, Wisconsin last week. Yeah, in Canton, Ohio today. Good morning, Ward Whites. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we this morning? We're good. Yeah, we're awake. It's it's <laughs> literally seventy degrees driving to work. How's it? How's it? Uh, in Canton. In Canton, Ohio. Uh, it's about uh, thirty-nine degrees this morning. So, not too bad. Good not too bad at all. Day. No, it's perfect weather to play football. They, wake yeah. them up and go play now. Yeah, it's not bad at all. It really is uh, pretty nice. Uh, in fact, uh, let's see. It is higher than that now. It is 44 degrees. It's a balmy 44. Yeah. Yeah. Nice balmy right. 44 degrees. So it's not bad. All right, so it's, it's, it's Wednesday. The game is Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the plans this uh, the, the next couple of days for the uh, UMHB Crusaders as they get ready to play for a national championship on Friday night? Well, they've got a lot of meetings that they're going to be going to uh, on the itinerary and, and doing some things like that. But this morning, uh, we're heading over to the stadium for practice, a normal practice day here in Canton for the Crusaders. They'll have their practice first, uh, and then after practice, they'll have a the group media uh, session with the players and the coaches availability, and that's going to be the uh, only availability uh, for both of those at one time. We'll have some more player availability tomorrow, but today is the, the big media day uh, for the Stag Bowl. And North Central will work out after UMHB and then have their media after that. Then the players today, or this evening, I should say, will have a dinner and a visit to the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a team. They'll get to go through the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and they'll have dinner there at the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, for the Crusaders tonight. Uh, So that's on the agenda for today. Tomorrow, another practice and a walkthrough, really, tomorrow uh, for the team. And then tomorrow night, uh, after meetings all day and, and those type of things that they're going to go through, they'll have their night at Dave and Buster's. So uh, a little bit of fun in playing for the team and, and, and uh, a trip to to remember and a football game to play on Friday night. And hopefully a uh, a win to remember. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is uh, this should be a really good football game, guys. I, I, both these teams, of course, North Central – the defending national champions in 2019, they won it no Stag Bowl last year, but in 2019, North Central able to come away with a win uh, in the Stag Bowl there uh, in the Houston area, and so they're trying to defend their national championship, and UMHB trying to get back after winning it in 2018, the year before North Central. So two former national champions going at it head-to-head here in Canton, Ohio, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame Stadium on Friday night. Kind of seems like there's a changing of the guard there in D3. I mean, Mountain Union 
and uh, Wisconsin Whitewater have been the predominant teams in D3 over the years, but all of a sudden, here comes Mary Harden-Baylor. I think this is, what, their third trip out of the last four stag bowls to be there. North Central Illinois there is, is trying to be back-to-back national champions. Uh, a changing of the guard going on in D3. Yeah, Lark, you're right. I mean, it really is. It's an opportunity to, to see some new teams uh, in the stag bowl because it has been Whitewater. It has been Mount Union. The two teams that that normally you you think of uh, being in in the stag bowl and having those opportunities, or at least one of those teams being there and somebody facing one of those two teams. Right. And of course, you know that was one of the teams that uh, that was uh, beat last year. And then uh, Mount Union, the team that UMH beat uh, UMHB beat in 2018. And ironically, it was Whitewater that UMHB defeated last Saturday to get to the Stag Bowl, and it was Mount Union that North Central beat last Saturday to make their trip here to the Stag Bowl in Canton, Ohio. So, yeah, you're seeing a little bit of a flip in the script right now, aren't you? Yeah, you were talking about how the players are going to get a tour of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I've got to wonder if there's any D1 uh, players out there that are a little jealous that these D3 Canton go through the Hall of Fame. I would assume that you're right. There probably is because that is a lifetime, uh, not only just to get to be able to do it, because some of these guys may never have that opportunity again. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people out there that haven't had that opportunity to play football their entire life or coach their entire life and, and never had an opportunity to go through the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But on, on the other hand, how about going through it with your teammates yeah. and having that experience and having a dinner catered there in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? I mean, they're going to have dinner in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Then they're going to get an exclusive tour just for them inside the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm, I bet you there's quite a few <laughs> Division One players going, wait a minute here, what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, those uh, D3 players, you know, 50 years from now, they can sit their grandsons on their knees and say, yep, I've been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> Absolutely, and it and it is a special, special thing to be able to do. You and I have visited before. You know, I had the opportunity to go through with my son mm-hmm. uh, a few years back, and it's it's something that I've I've never forgotten, and I never will. Uh, and, and it was a special time to be able to spend that with with Blaze and be able to go through that. I and I'm still looking. You know, I'm a little bit giddy that I get to go see it again. Yeah. Uh, here this week at, at some point. So you know, it's. It, it's a special thing, and if you haven't had the opportunity to go through the Pro Football Hall of Fame, a football fan, and you love the game of football, you've got to find a way to do it. Yeah. You just have to find a way to do it. It is a special, special treat to be able to go through that. And it's it's kind of like you, you, you've you been to the Baseball Hall of Fame, and that's something that's on my bucket list. I want to go through the Baseball Hall of Fame, and, and it's just there's something about sitting there looking at how the game started and, and all the guys that you grew up, you know, just admiring and, and were heroes to you. And, and there they are. The story just unfolds in front of you at both of these you know, Hall of Fames. And it's it's such a special opportunity. And you're, these guys are never going to forget an opportunity like that and, and never going to forget an opportunity to play for a national championship. You don't take those things for granted. You just don't. Nope. Leon wants to know on our CNC Collision Center text line: Do the uh, do either team UMHB or North Central have a running back that they could loan the Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think they both do. <laughs> there's there, there's a couple of them. Uh, North Central runs the ball really really well as expected. They have over seven thousand yards of offense this season, and that's it just it baffles you just to think about being able to do that and. 
Um, they've thrown the ball for over 4,000, and they've uh, run the ball for over 3,000 this year. The UMHB, they're, they're not – they're not lacking in the running back position either. They have Alfonso Thomas that they can roll out there. They also have Kenneth Cormier uh, that will spell him at a time, and then Montana Miller can come in as well. They've got three guys that are very capable of carrying the football for the Crusaders. And, you know, Tom, you know that Coach Fredenberg loves to run the football, and if he can run the football, there's, he always says there's nothing more demoralizing to a defense than being able to line up, go downhill, and just run right at them and continue to pick up first downs running the football. And so having those three guys in the backfield, you know, you, you look at the stats and you go, well, you know, they've got a lot of rushing yards, but Thomas doesn't have a lot. Oh, wait a minute. Here's Kenneth Cormier. I, I, okay, I'm seeing what what's going on here. Yeah, they, they've got a stable back there, and having those fresh legs in the fourth quarter could be the difference in this football game coming up on Friday night. Ward, thanks. I uh, appreciate it. I want you to go uh, enjoy breakfast, enjoy your tour of Canton, and uh, and your 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 vacation, uh, your paid vacation. Just to, <laughs> oh, it, man doesn't work till Friday night. Oh my and, goodness! And he, and he this got, coming from <clears throat> this coming from two guys that are heading to New Orleans for a week. <laughs> yeah, gotta work. Gotta work. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, man. Have a great day. Well, hey, uh, we'll check in with us from practice, if you will. All right, not a problem. All Thanks, right. guys. All right, we'll see you later. That is uh, Ward White's in Canton, Ohio, and they will uh, they will uh, go on the practice field a little later on, and hopefully we'll uh, get a chance to visit with Ward from the practice facilities as they uh, get ready for uh, the Stag Bowl, the uh, 2021 Stag Bowl. That Stag Bowl has moved around. He he mentioned the greater Houston area. It was, uh, what was the state? At Shenandoah. Shenandoah. Yeah, yeah, it was in Shenandoah before. So, they're in the Woodlands. Uh, they're in the, uh, in, yeah, just part of the, uh, actually a suburb yeah. of the woodlands which is kind of funny to say i know uh but anyway uh but now it's in canton uh, this year so uh hopefully uh pete friendberg and the uh, crusaders can get that thing done that'll be a lot of fun tomorrow you got uh, high school football uh you got uh Lorena in the state championship game at three we heard from ray biles yesterday uh, on Friday, you have the China Spring Cougars in the state championship game, and we will hear from Brian Bell coming up a little later on in this program yeah. today. So got the got the six man games today. Yep, uh, eleven and three, I believe. Eleven and two. Eleven and two. Yeah. Okay, and then you got the uh, uh, Class Two A Division One championship mm-hmm. game at uh, seven o'clock tonight between uh, Holly and whoever they're going to be. Right. So and and then uh, as we mentioned, uh, eleven o'clock. The uh, Class 2A Division Two championship will be tomorrow morning at 11th, then the uh, Lorena game at 3 o'clock, and I think Franklin uh, yeah. Friday night. Franklin's uh, uh, Friday tomorrow night, Thursday, Thursday night. night. Yeah, yeah. So. Franklin's Thursday night. Yeah. All right, so we'll keep you posted on all that good stuff. I, I was just looking in the uh, Waco Tribune. Harold Bryce Cherry is reporting that uh, Luke Howard is uh, stepping away from uh, Gatesville as the uh, head football coach. Hmm. So I'm uh, going to go to the private sector, it appears. Uh, I'm going to tell you. I, he got tired of having to face uh, Carthage in the first round. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. He, I'll tell you, tell you this. He's done a heck of a job over there. Yes, he has. And he is a heck of a guy. Mm-hmm. I got the chance to uh, to visit with him uh, every week. We did a you know radio show for the Gatesville Hornets. And uh, he is he, he was uh, just a class that used their search. So. We've got two or three spots as far as football jobs uh, that are open, and 
we'll keep you posted on all that stuff. So uh, there you go. All right. It is, uh, what do we got? Uh, 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. It is 7-11. Our program this morning brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Here's what we got for you. We'll talk a little Cowboys. Shehan J. Araja from CBS Sports will also join us a little later on today. And uh, around 7.30, in fact, this morning. 7.45, it's a one-on-one conversation with Baylor basketball coach, the uh, uh, the number one team in the country, the defending national champions. Scott Drew is going uh, to be our guest around 7.45 this morning. 8 o'clock, Brian Bell talking China Spring Cougar football. Uh, we'll uh, check, check back in around 8.15 with Ward Whites on the uh, practice field. And uh, Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs will join us around 8.30 to talk a little uh, recruiting. And uh, we'll do that for you around 8.30 this morning. And then we are going to talk about jumping out of an airplane. We're going to have some guys in here today that, uh, that jump out of airplanes. That's not one of your favorite subjects. <laughs> a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> so we, we, will dis- we, will, we will discuss. We have a lady here that skydives. She loves some children, gold and silver jewelry. Cowsmas from Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Waco Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Your friend in the car business. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back into the program. Game Time. Tom Barfield, Lark Smith. On a Wednesday, Ward White is uh, in Canton, Ohio. We'll check back in with Ward a little bit later on here uh, in the program. Don't forget, uh, we uh, Ward's there for the uh, the uh, Division Three National Championship game, the Stag Bowl, and that's coming up Friday night. You can hear the broadcast, by the way, on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas, our sister station, 5.30 for the pregame, the kickoff just after 6 o'clock, and I believe it's a television game on, on the U. Uh, so... Uh, 
We'll have that. Uh, and Matt Mosley is going to be broadcasting live from Deadfish Grill. Uh, on Friday afternoon, get you ready for the game. A big watch party. We're going to have a big watch party mm-hmm. down at uh, Dead Fish Grill. That'll be fun. Yeah. Good food. Outstanding. Uh, so uh, come join the party. You're invited to uh, Dead Fish Grill to watch the Stag Bowl and the National Championship as North Central takes on your Crusaders of UMHB. Kickoff is, as we mentioned, at 6 p.m. And uh, you, you can check out the menu. I'm talking about bacon wrap quail. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I said yesterday they could have <laughs> bacon wrap sticks and I'd order it. Uh, <laughs> Chicken fried steak, coconut shrimp, uh, fish tacos, uh, seafood gumbo, uh, scrimpses cocktail. Yeah, you're talking my language now. So, uh, and they got a big brunch on Sunday. You can check out, but uh, we're going to be there for the uh, the big watch party on Friday. So uh, come check it out. It's at uh, 2207 Lake Road on uh, beautiful Lake Belton. So, uh, and you can also check them out online at deadfishgrill.com. That is uh, deadfishgrill.com. You can also check them out on Facebook. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Sunday we have NFL football. And again, our Cowboy broadcast is going to move over to uh, Fox Sports Central Texas for uh, an 11 a.m. pregame and a 12 noon kickoff with the Giants. We'll have basketball here. Um, the Baylor women take on Michigan. Sunday, we'll have that game here on ESPN. So our uh, Cowboy coverage will move over to Fox Sports Central Tech. It is so cool to have a couple of sports stations so you can kind of do some of these things. Reminds so. me of those days in yesteryear when I was working at Channel 10 and we were both a ABC and a CBS affiliate. Pick your favorite. Yeah, pick your favorite. We'd, get, we'd have the Cowboys on Sunday. we also have Monday Night Football mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was great until Channel 25 hit the air, and we had to give up one, and we kept the Cowboys because that, that was the smart thing to do <laughs> to keep CBS and the Cowboys yep. back then. So we will uh, we'll have the uh, the Cowboy game over on Fox, and uh, it is the Cowboys and the Giants. Dallas at 9-4, and four, New York at 4-9. Their quarterback is hurt. They got problems. Everybody in New York City wants the coach run out of town. Uh, they've already run the offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, out of town. Uh-huh. So they got some issues, but so do the Cowboys. Uh, They're 9-4. and four. Yeah. They won 69% of their games. There's only three teams in all the NFL that's got a better record than them. Yeah. They're three games ahead of everybody in their division with yeah. four games to play. Yeah, absolutely. Keep so, preaching. So so why is that, why are they in trouble? First of all, they play in a horrible division, so that's – they're going to win their division, and everybody knew they were going to win their division. But I don't think winning the division is the goal. I think I think having success in the playoffs is the goal. And go back and look at how many three and outs they had Sunday uh, against Washington. Against let me say it again against Washington. One more time against six and seven Washington. <laughs> how many three and outs did they have? How many points did they score offensively? Do you know? Do you know how many points they scored offensively? I, I really don't six. care. Six. They don't ask you how. They ask you, did you? Six. That is, their offense is inept right now. And when they play a quality opponent in the playoffs, they're going to get back on a plane and go home a loser. Don't worry about that then. It's still four more weeks before that ever has to come around. Uh, no, you don't worry about it then. That's why you're sitting in a radio studio <laughs> and not coaching football. You better figure it out. Your quarterback's not playing well. Your running back is hurt. Your other running back is hurt. You got two left tackles that are not going to be available. You got problems. Okay, if they're hurt, then rest them. Well, they are. That way they'll be ready for the playoffs when it gets here. Well, the, so the they other, play a little bad right now. The other tackle I don't know is hurt. Uh, he, he, he got in a little scrape 
uh, on Sunday against Washington. He got yeah. ejected from the game. So we're waiting <laughs> to see if he's what his availability is. But uh, Tyre, uh, Smith is, is hurt. I mean, and he's yeah. going gonna to be out of the lineup who knows how long. But he's certainly going to be out Sunday. And, and, and don't tell me that Zeke is not – he's not 100% by any stretch of the imagination. Well, we Pollard's not already, 100%. Uh, they keep saying that Dak is okay, but he's not playing okay. He had two really bad picks on Sunday against Washington. Hey, here's Jerry Jones. He was asked about it on KRLD-FM yesterday. Right now? Oh, I, I don't want to say uh, that uh, slump – uh, but that's a, that's probably fair. But it's such a multi-faceted uh, evaluation. But uh, I would say that our offense is definitely uh, uh, away from where we were playing uh, five and six games ago from the standpoint of production. What the opposing defenses have to do with it needs to be considered. Uh, but... Uh, uh, what I what I do think is the case is that uh, uh, we've got to go out and will play with confidence that no matter what they throw at us. That's Jerry Jones yesterday on KRLD, and he said, "You know, hey, I think that's fair." And again, I mean, look, that offense was like a video game mm-hmm. the first four, five, six weeks of the season, and now they can't get out of their own way. I mean, they're they're. I mean, quarterback play is not not good. Running backs are hurt. Uh, All right, they played the Washington football team, mm-hmm. won, but didn't play very well. They're about to play a Giants team that's in more disarray than the Cowboys. Yeah, most likely will pick up their tenth win. So again, I, I think it's a lot of worry about nothing at a time when you don't necessarily have to worry about anything. Maybe the so. When do staff, you worry about it? Uh, when you get to the playoffs, so you wait till you wait until you're about to get hit by a train to to try to get out of the way. Sure, all you have to do is step off the track. Okay. <laughs> Again, that's why you're in a radio studio. And, holy smoke! They they've got some issues and they got to figure them out. Maybe the coaching staff is worrying about it, and that's the reason why they're playing bad right now because they're not playing their top players right now in certain positions in certain situations or whatever, and they're they're working their way toward that. Mm, no, that's not. They it. still win, but they're just not winning as they're winning ugly. They're not winning as beautifully as some cowboy fans. Would well, like and then to. they and for for the for they weren't winning. I mean, that was part of the problem. They went into they went into a little slump. Yeah, yeah, yeah th- where they lost three out of four. And again, if you're not playing in the NFC East right now, you, look, they would if Washington doesn't fumble, they were headed for a win. But Washington fumbles on the last possession. I say they were headed for a win. I you know. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't, but you, you shouldn't have never been in that position. You had an 18 and nothing, thanks to your defense, you had an mm. 18 to nothing lead at the end of the first quarter. And in the fourth quarter, you're in a 27 20 football game mm. with your opponent with the football at home. What do we always say about offense and defense? Offense puts fannies in the stands, defense wins championships. Right, and their defense is very good, but they're on the field way too many snaps because their offense is inept right now. And so the defense is. Is is playing too many snaps. Mm-hmm. It's it's right. that simple. They are playing too many snaps. So and the defense scores points. Uh, the defense did score points. Yes. Yeah. So as long as somebody scored, what does it matter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Again, another dumb comment, but I mean, <laughs> keep rolling them. 726, this is ESPN Central Texas. Coming up, uh, we will talk with Shehan J. Araja from uh, CBS Sports. And uh, again, this is signing. This I call it the early, that's what it's called, the early signing day. Yeah. But the reality is this is signing day. I mean, there's some that's going to take place in February. Not many. Not many. Most of that's most of it's getting done now. It has had a an effect on how schools deal with their coaches, and, mm-hmm. and, and we're, we're going to talk to Shehan about that. Will we continue to have quote unquote the early signing period? I mean, will we? I don't know. Uh, I, I I for one don't like it because of what we've seen. This this football season, yeah, coaches I, leaving and being tossed out in the middle of the season, and, and new guys being hired in the middle of the season, right, and yeah. and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that this was the plan, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, this is this is bad business in the world of college football, yeah, I, and, and they've got to fix this. I just remember years and years ago when Texas A and M fired Tom Wilson in the middle of the season. I thought that's just not right, right? But that was a rarity. Yeah, I know. Back I mean, then it, it was yeah. absolutely. It, it, and now you saw a lot of movement this year, and and the reasoning is they'll tell you that hey, we got to get a guy in place so we don't lose our recruiting class, or we got to get on the recruiting trail and get the right guy and, out and there get the, to recruit. And get, and all exactly, that, yeah. all that stuff. So I mean, because it's December the fifteenth, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't. I, I don't like the way it looks right now. I don't like the way it's playing out. Uh, we'll talk to Shehan Jayaraj about that coming up in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Game Time with Tom and Lark Ward is in Canton, Ohio. We'll check in with him coming up a little bit later on right here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action on Sunday, December 19th in Connecticut against Michigan in the Hall of Fame Women's Showcase. Join Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Camille Johnson Realtors congratulates the Big 12 Conference football champion Baylor Bears. Camille is a proud Baylor University graduate and is a longtime supporter of her community and all the Baylor Bear athletic programs. For over 36 years, Camille has been in the real estate world and she started her own company, Camille Johnson Realtors, six years ago. Her group of 29 real estate agents are all successful, smart, and experienced, and they have helped hundreds of satisfied Central Texas buyers and sellers. Learn more at CamilleJohnson.com and go Bears! I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Keenan and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. An alumni group that includes Eric Dickerson has pledged $1 million a year to a name, image, and likeness program for SMU football players. Today starts the early signing period, and several sources indicate the Texas Aggies will have the third-best recruiting class in the nation. Texas is ranked seventh, with Alabama once again expected to gather the top talent. Steph Curry is now the NBA's greatest three-point shooter. He hit number 2,974 during the first quarter of last night's game against the Knicks. Tonight, all three Texas teams are on the court, the Rockets in Cleveland, the Mavericks hosting the Lakers, and the Spurs at home against Charlotte. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's get the latest on college football with Shahan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Lark. Ward with the uh, – I, I don't want to say it's the day off. He's he's in Canton, Ohio for the Division Three National Championship. Do I? He's going to practice. Yeah, he's going to practice once he uh, – yeah. Anyway, we welcome into the program <laughs> Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Uh, Shehan, good morning. We appreciate the time. Let's, uh, let's begin. Is it the early signing period or is it the signing period? <laughs> That's the question, isn't it? I mean, certainly, you know, we refer to it as the early signing period, but this is the day when most recruits are going to come through, especially in terms of the, the bigger ones. Most are pressured to sign on this early signing period. So, uh, obviously, it's had such a big impact on the overall calendar, the way that it's been set up. And uh, But, yeah, I mean, a lot of kids are going to end up signing today, of course. Uh, are are you in favor of this this early signing period? And I think we've seen some – some negativity uh, as a result of this early signing period. What what are your thoughts there, and does it stay in December, in your opinion? Yeah, we have a piece up actually at CBSSports.com. I worked together with Dennis Dodd to put it together. Uh, you know, I think that the ideas behind the early signing period were really good because something that you see so much, especially with just the one day, is you'll have coaches pulling offers, you'll have – uh, you know, kids just kind of thrown into flux. And that was really what this was built to protect against, right? It, it was to try to formalize this process so that on December 15th, players could know exactly that where they stand 
And I, I think that that part has worked. But the thing that that certainly become worse is the coaching calendar is just set up so much. You know, after Gary Patterson was let go back in November, you immediately heard from their athletic director that they felt like they kind of needed to make sure that they had somebody in place before the December 15th signing period and hopefully a couple days before so that they'd be able to be out on the road recruiting. You know, certainly uh, a coach that we all know and love, uh, Joey McGuire, you know, over at Baylor, he leaves his post as an assistant coach to become the head coach at Texas Tech in the middle of the season. That's something that you really don't see very often is somebody leaving a job to go do that. And it's hard to separate all of this that's happening from the introduction of the early signing period along with also the introduction uh, in sort of the, the widespread transferring uh, without having to sit out a year. So there's a lot happening. I mean, I think that certainly they're going to take a look at the overall calendar is really what we've been hearing more than anything else, uh, whether it's time you know, when coaching changes need to be made, whether it's time when players need to be signed. Uh, I don't think it's going to end up looking like this when you start looking forward in the next couple of years. I was going to ask, how, how do you – how do you protect – and I guess that the word is protect. How do you protect the integrity of, of the coaching situation? Because I think it's a terrible uh, scenario that, that we've got where ADs and, and, and administrators feel like they've got to let a, a guy go in the middle of the year so they can go to work on hiring the next guy before this early signing period. Yeah, I mean, I think it's bad for everybody. I mean, one thing that I'll point to, right, is that there have been, I believe, 28 coaching changes to this point, and 27 of them are filled so far. In previous years, you'd oftentimes see coaching coaches go into December. You'd see them go into January. I mean, Nick Saban was hired in January. Matt Rule, of course, uh, you know, left for the NFL in January, and they had to make a hire at that point after the national title game. So, like, this isn't very common, right? I mean, it didn't used to have to be like this. And so I think that, yeah, the, the thing that you look at is, okay, certainly with the signing period, do you get rid of it? Do you change it to something way earlier? Do you change it to something later? I, I think that uh, that certainly the committees are going to be looking and seeing, you know, when if we move it to these certain dates, how do we think this would manipulate the calendar? Uh, and I think the other thing, too, is also just, looking at the overall recruiting calendar you know when can people make visits when can people have contact stuff like that i, I think they're really going to look at it from a very wholesale perspective of uh you know if, if it's even worth kind of changing the, the way that recruiting is done almost in some ways uh, but i think that certainly that will be a priority to try to prevent you know coaches from being fired in week seven week eight week nine and, and kind of leaving these kids out to dry seems to me that the majority of discussion concerning this issue is from the NCAA and the college college schools point of view. How about the recruits point of view? How did they feel about early signing, February signing, or just being able to sign whenever they whenever they want to? Yeah, I think that certainly for recruits coming out, right? I mean, they they want to know what's real. I bet's a huge part about this is that there's so many coaching staff, there's so many, you know, whatever who, who hand out these offers that you hear aren't committable and what's the point of that right i mean i i think that that's a bad situation for everybody so i, I think having that clarity of the early signing period has been good for recruits uh but i think that the thing that is has been confusing is one i mean people are being pressured to sign in this early signing period right i mean they whether or not they want to i mean in a lot do a lot want to get it over with but uh but you're kind of pushed to sign in that period and so unless you're really one of the sort of top end guys I mean, if there's a coaching change, right? I mean, I, I think that Oklahoma is a perfect example of this. Oklahoma has a coaching change, uh, you know, back at the beginning of December. And all of a sudden, it's like two weeks later, these kids have to decide whether they're going to sign with a the staff that they don't know. 
You know, and I think that that's putting everybody in a really difficult position. I, I think that certainly as a recruit, you just want to know what you're signing up for. Uh, and if you've been committed for all this time, I, I understand, you know, I mean, you want to sign with the school, you want to sign with, you know, even the support staff that's still going to be there and such stuff like that. Uh, but I think that, that the biggest issue that recruits have with all of this is that they don't necessarily know what they're signing up for. They're being asked to make decisions on a really short timetable. Speaking of familiarity, uh, Shehan, uh, Spencer Rattler signs with South Carolina, so he, he's going to reconnect with a familiar face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's going to be joining Shane Beamer, who was an assistant coach over at Oklahoma before he took the South Carolina job. And, you know, I think I think that this is a testament to what Shane Beamer was able to accomplish down the stretch in year one, that he was able to make the situation attractive enough that it can feel like a, a little bit that it's a quarterback away. Because you look at South Carolina this year, they ended up starting three quarterbacks. So they had Luke Doty, who was a really high recruit. Uh, they, but then when he got hurt, you had Zeb Nolan step in, who was a former grad assistant, who they actually put back on the football field. And their third quarterback was Jason Brown, who was an SCS transfer. So I, Spencer Rattler coming in is something unlike they've had, that they've had in a very long time. Um, you know, and, and he's bringing over Austin Stogner, who's a tight end, who is one of his favorite targets as well. So I think it's a great situation for him because there's not going to be too much pressure. Right? I mean, at South Carolina, especially at this point, you're just kind of looking to make a bowl game and maybe do a little more than that. Uh, and, you know, I think that Spencer Rattler, for all the criticism, for all the issues that he had, a lot of them were mental and a lot of them also are, are the sort of issues to get hyper-focused on when you're quarterback of what's supposed to be maybe the number one team in the country. So I think this is going to be a great low-pressure situation for him to be able to kind of uh, sit back and, and rebuild his stock a little bit. Mentioning Spencer Rattler, he's one of these guys that are in the transfer portal going over. It kind of reminds me of a bride getting ready for her second wedding. Does she wear the same wedding dress? Does she buy a brand-new wedding dress? Or does she even buy a wedding dress at all for that second wedding? I mean, do they have to go through signing and all that just like they did when they were coming out of high school? <laughs> well, it's certainly not the same. I, and I think that there are different paths to doing it. So, I mean, I think that I, I think that it's less signing a lot of the time, and it's more verbal, I think. And, and so a lot of players will enroll sort of in this early period, right, uh, so that they can be there for spring practice. Not everybody's able to do that. I mean, there are rules around eligibility and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, but you know, so for a lot of people, and, and this is true also of a lot of, uh, of sort of early signing or, or early enrollee commits, right, is that not all of them kind of go and formally sign. Some just enroll because, you know, in a lot of ways, the only people who are really helped by signing something formal are the coaches. You know, I mean, the players, the players kind of lock themselves in before they're even able to really enroll on campus. So I, I think in a lot of cases, you just kind of show up and you enroll and maybe, maybe sign a financial aid agreement, which is uh, not a binding contract at that point. Uh, so that's kind of what ends up happening. I, I will say, I mean, talking to, to players who have transferred, it definitely is the second time around a little bit more of a business decision, right? I mean, the first time around, I think it's, this is my dream school. I'm going to be a star here. I'm going to win the Heisman Trophy no matter where you come from, what position you play, what school you're signing with. And I think at the second one, it's, okay, I need to look at the options. I need to see what's right for me. I need to figure out what's the best position for me to succeed. So I think that, you know, first time around is, uh, I, I guess, a little bit more of a love marriage, and second time around uh, is a little bit more of business. Shayhan, were you uh, surprised that uh, Calzada entered the uh, the transfer portal? Yes and no. I, I was surprised at the timing of it, just because I thought, one, I mean, he's going to have a chance 
this spring to still compete for the starting job. But, uh, but two, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to rag on the kid, you know, he struggled, right? I mean, he, he didn't look like he was kind of ready for the moment and he's a third year player at this point. And so, you know, I think that it's fair to ask whether he's a good fit for, for the system that they have over there at Texas A&M. So from that perspective, I do think it's smart for him to kind of get out there and just look at what's available. I mean, I don't think that he necessarily had a, a long future at Texas A&M as a starting quarterback. If Haynes King is healthy or if Connor Wegman comes in and wins that starting job. Um, but I mean, suddenly Texas A&M is in a position where, they either need Haynes King to be back healthy for the bowl game or they're going to be starting a walk-on. So, you know, it puts them in a little bit of a weird position. But Texas A&M is going to be dealing with that a lot because they have probably six or seven guys who could be NFL guys who, who leave early for the draft. So uh, definitely the timing's a little weird, but I'm not terribly surprised that he ended up leaving. Looks like Dave Aranda and uh, the Baylor Bears, your alma mater, look like they're going after linemen, both uh, on offense and defense uh, when uh, – when people start signing their names today. Yeah, I mean, of, of course, you know, and I think that the big thing, too, if you are, if you're a recruit right now, right, on the offensive or defensive line, you see what Baylor was able to do this past year, especially on that offensive line. I mean, I think that they've, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, they had a really big uh, recruiting class. You know, I mean, it's Matt Rule's first year, they had a big recruiting class of offensive linemen. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of been a trickle since then, and I think they're they're kind of trying to stock up right now on both sides because they're kind of having a generation come through in the next year or two and, and kind of start aging out of the program. So that's, you know, I mean, whenever coaches are putting together classes, right, they're looking at these scholarship charts, they're looking at, you know, where do we have gaps in not just this year but two and three and four years down the road. So uh, so it makes sense to me. I mean, certainly with Eric Mateos and Jeff Grimes, I mean, I think I think it's a great time to be an offensive lineman at Baylor University. Uh, and so, I, yeah, no big surprise, and I'll, I'll be curious who they can get. Hey, final thought. Uh, great time to be a basketball fan at Baylor, too, with uh, the men's team number one in the country coming off that nice win over Villanova and the uh, Baylor women at number five in the land. Man, <laughs> it's it's still it's still a weird experience. I mean, people you know who have listened to, it to me for a little while know. I mean, Baylor basketball played a big part in me coming to Baylor, and so uh, you know when I when I came over there, I I never thought that uh, that this would be the kind of deal that's going on, right? I mean, it's funny actually. So my my wife also went to Baylor, but then she went to grad school at Duke. So like, it, it's fun to kind of just be like, hey, out of those two programs, we got one great basketball program and also Duke. You know? so, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it's been great. I That's mean, a great line. <laughs> so much credit to what Scott Drew's done, especially with this team. I mean, it, it's such a different team. I mean, the, the nuts and bolts of it are completely different, but he's done such a great job of getting the, the young players ready for showtime. So uh, credit to them, and, and I'm excited to see what both the men and women can accomplish. Hey, I know it's going to be a busy day for you. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much, and uh, have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. That is Shehan J. from CBSSports.com. And, again, it will be a busy day for those guys covering the uh, the uh, National Signing Day, the early signing period starting today. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it later on. Uh, hopefully, Stephen Simcox will be able to join us, and we'll talk about that with uh, with him. And uh, Matt Mosley is going to have it wall-to-wall, and I know John will have some stuff. So we'll have you covered right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, City Ranch Boot Company. 
Christmas time is here, and they've got a brand new location, and they want you to see it, and I want you to see it because it is an unbelievable locale uh, there. Uh, you Look, you could choose uh, your own skin, then you could choose the design you want, and then you can let uh, Jay and his staff create you a perfect pair of boots, a belt, a wallet, maybe a handbag, whatever. Uh, they've got over 30 years in the industry, and Jay Kelly and his team and that team, a lot of family members on that team, they know what they're doing. So they can design boots for you. They, I mean, whatever the case may be, and whatever, what's ever on your mind. Maybe, maybe you've... Uh, Maybe you you want to give a gift here, uh, you know, with with your company logo on it or or, or something to that effect. They can do all that for you, uh, right there at uh, at City Ranch Boot Company. But you you know what? Maybe it's just about buying off the shelf. Maybe you said, you know what? They've got beautiful products right there on the shelf. I I don't need to wait. Well, you can buy right off the shelf as well. Custom design, locally owned, family operated, and uh, Texas made. I I don't think you can go wrong. And uh, that's that's City Ranch Boot Company. uh, It's an unbelievable, unique experience, and you need to check them out. Now, they're at 10267 North River Crossing. Here's, Here's the deal. You go down Highway 6, and then you get to 185. Hang a left, and you're going to Crawford. Hang a right, you're going to China Spring. Well, you hang that right, and, and then you will, uh, you'll see it right off to your left, and it's next to the, uh, it's uh, in, in the Jayco building. So, uh, and you know what? You can always give them a call and ask questions. Eight five five seven two two five. That's eight five five seventy two twenty five. And you can also find them on Facebook and Instagram, and you can visit their website. Their website is City Ranch Boot. Dot com. That's cityranchboot.com. We're talking about our good friends at City Ranch Boot Company. Coming up next, we go one-on-one with the number one team in the country, their head coach, Scott Drew. We do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Saturday on the road at Oregon. 8.30 Central Time for the countdown to tip-off. 9 p.m. tip-off Saturday for the Bears and the Ducks. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. If you're an employer and you want to win the competition for good employees, you need the right package of benefits. You know, one of the biggest things that employers have to be mindful of is attracting talent. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. And today we all know that uh, talent is harder to find and harder to keep than ever before. And there are studies out there that show that employees have actually left one employer for another not because they pay better, but because their benefit package was more beneficial. And that's where we come in to help, is to make that benefit package affordable, valuable, and to attract and retain the talent that you have. And I really have been able to help people. Hurley Benefit Services stands alone in the industry in offering unique, cost-saving health coverage for employers and their employees. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. 
Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. An alumni group that includes Eric Dickerson has pledged $1 million a year to a name, image, and likeness program for SMU football players. Today starts the early signing period, and several sources indicate the Texas Aggies will have the third-best recruiting class in the nation. Texas is ranked seventh, with Alabama once again expected to gather the top talent. Steph Curry is now the NBA's greatest three-point shooter. He hit number 2,974 during the first quarter of last night's game against the Knicks. Tonight, all three Texas teams are on the court, the Rockets in Cleveland, the Mavericks hosting the Lakers, and the Spurs at home against Charlotte. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for our weekly visit with Bears head coach Scott Drew on ESPN Central Texas. Coach Scott Drew. And first of all, Coach, thanks so much for your time. Good morning. And and let's go back and talk about Sunday. Uh, w- what a special day in, in the Ferrell Center for a number of reasons. Great day. Great. You can talk about Sunday all you want. I love that day. <laughs> The uh, the crowd was terrific. You, you had a national television audience. You had a, a phenomenal opponent uh, in the Ferrell Center, and and a terrific win for your for your basketball team. Well, I think uh, most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year. And uh, only us in Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years. Uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. So uh, a lot of exciting uh, uh, times uh, for Baylor basketball and a big reason are the fans. And you know the importance of winning the home court uh, and protecting the home court. And uh, it was a tremendous uh, uh, turnout. In fact, uh, uh, to me, it was uh, uh, the best the best crowd we've had since uh, college game day when uh, we had Kansas here and uh, just the, the students uh, hour and a half, two hours before the game lined up, fans lined up, uh, guys come to warm up and it's, it's fans out there and they're loud, um, different energy in the Farrell and you saw how well uh, it motivated the team to play defense and uh, uh, again setting a, a record for lowest points for a top 10 team since 1985 and again that's just how uh, much uh, uh, an active fan base can inspire, motivate, and help a home team. I, I was telling Jerry Hill after the game, I, I'm not so sure that the last 35 or 40 seconds wasn't the loudest it was in the Ferrell Center. That place was rocking. Well, free cupcakes will do that, right? <laughs> 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 so, 
Great idea by uh, uh, Magnolia and uh, uh, Baylor Marketing, and I know uh, the students really get into that. That second missed free throw was, uh, uh, I agree with you, the loudest uh, the Farrell Center was, so that was awesome. Hey, hey Coach, when you talk about defense, and there are days where you're not going to shoot the ball well. That's just the way it is. But, you know, I've always been told you can play defense because that's about about great effort. When you go back and, and you had a chance to look at the video and look at the film, why were you so good to defensively on Sunday? Well, I think first and foremost, uh, uh, and, and give credit where credit's due, the players really uh, followed the game plan and uh, the coaching staff, the assistant coaches laid out a, a, a great game plan to follow. But the players, they, they put in the work and uh, um, they followed everything to a T. And then, uh, like I said, you got to give the crowd a lot of credit because uh, they kept us energized and uh, kept the team focused. And at the end of the day, when you're playing a Villanova team, and you remember three out of the last five uh, national champions came from that court. Could have been four out of six if it wasn't for a COVID year. So uh, you you got to you got to play for the full forty minutes, and um, the crowd and the energy they give allow you to do that. When you when you look at the, at the stat sheet and, and they're twelve of fifty four, that's that's your basketball team buying into playing defense. And, and and you know we all know that defense is not the the most uh, prestigious thing if you will but it just seems like every man on your basketball team buys into playing that hard-nosed defense well i think i think uh, um uh it, it starts with who you have on your team and if they care about winning they understand the importance of defense if they care about helping their team they understand the importance of uh, uh their their roles and rotations and just how everyone uh depends on each other and supports and helps one another in gaps and in rotations so you don't want to let your teammate down you want to win you're going to want to play good defense and at the end of the day uh, uh you can play great defense and the shot can still go in i mean we've all seen banked in threes and shots that shouldn't go in and you've seen a lot of offensive rebounds that go back in and that's why you got to finish out the possession and there are people going to make some tough shots and uh you got to get back on defense and then your offense directly leads to your defense as well you turn it over and they got a two-on-oh fast break or three-on-two fast break uh they're probably scoring a lot so you have to be good on both ends because they work together visiting with scott drew here on espn central texas coach i i I realize we're just nine games into the season and it's early, but what have you learned about your basketball team through these first nine games? Learned a lot. Um, uh, First and foremost, uh, going into the year, we really liked uh, uh, the people we had on the team and we thought we had a chance and uh, first through the first nine games, statistically, analytically, and record-wise, it would show you that uh, uh, we are who we thought we were. And what that means is um, at the end of the day, uh, we've had several teams that have been uh, uh, in the the play-in game of the NCAA tournament that have made it to the Final Four. So the parity in college basketball is what makes it uh, such a special sport and a great sport. But at the same time, it's, it's really exciting as a coaching staff. Normally, after you win it all, you lose two too much to graduations to the pros there's too much turnover and and not enough talent and experience to compete for a championship and uh, we have a chance and uh, that's really exciting Uh, hopefully it's exciting for our our fans as well and uh, we we know in the big 12 you got uh, um, 
uh, the net rating, uh, uh, we're number one ranked conference again. Uh, I believe uh, seven of the top 25 defenses are in the Big 12. So if you're if you like defenses, if you like close games, you're in for hopefully a lot of them. And uh, uh, with us, w- w- when you when you lose four starters, normally the offense is the last thing to come around because that takes time, chemistry, continuity, and, and getting used to playing with one another. And uh, from a coaching staff uh, uh, understanding uh, what works and who plays best with who so our uh, offense will keep evolving and getting better and going into the game against Villanova we had the sixth best offense coming out we actually had the fifth best so um, a lot of it's our offensive rebounding numbers we're seventh in the nation again and as long as we can give ourselves second chances not turn the ball over um, uh, hopefully our offense will keep getting more and more consistent and then defensively we jumped up to two in the nation and that's where we belong. You mentioned uh, conference play, uh, you know, obviously after the holidays, but with with playing Villanova, with playing Michigan State, with going to Atlantis and, and winning that tournament, that clearly has to prepare you for that difficult conference schedule that's coming up. Uh, most definitely, and uh, that's why uh, uh, players want to play uh, uh, in 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 big games. Fans want to watch good games, and at the same time. For us as coaches, we have to play the battle for Atlanta's competition, the, the Power Five, Stanford, and Villanova, and Oregon games to get ready and know what we need to do to be successful uh, come Big 12 play. And uh, obviously, we know uh, just how hard it is uh, to win in the Big 12. And now that fans are back, uh, it becomes even harder. And that's why our league is so competitive and so good, is because uh, when you go on the road, it's a packed house and uh, you, you're, you're competing against that city. Obviously, with finals, a six-day break before you play again. What do you get done this week while while uh, finals are going on and, and, and no game scheduled? Well, first and foremost, hopefully we do well on finals. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, uh, um, hopefully uh, uh, we get a good prep toward the end of the week to get ready for Oregon. That's a, a place we've never won at. Um, and it's uh, uh, Coach Altman always does a great job. And Oregon's uh, uh, been one of the best programs in college basketball. They started out a little slow, um, but they always come on and they're always right there in the end. So, um, and it's a tough place to play. So, do well on finals, have a good prep, and then uh, hopefully uh, have a good trip and in, in performance up in Eugene. Coach, you, you talk a little bit about the athletic department in general. A football team wins a conference championship. The women are number five in the country under a new head coach. And by the way, she's a pretty good band director. Uh, volleyball team fin- <laughs> finishes up in, in the NCAA tournament. Do, do these programs feed off of each other? Oh, most definitely, 100%. Uh, um, it all starts with uh, uh, President Livingstone and the great leadership she provides the university. But uh, uh, Mac Rhodes is the best athletic director in the in the country, and uh, he does a great job, him and his department, in, in making sure we have all the resources and everything we need to be successful. And then um, uh, it's it's – Iron sharpens iron, we say every day in practice. Same thing with the, the coaches. I think we all pull for each other. We all help one another. And uh, it, it motivates you as a student athlete and as a coach when you see other uh, programs doing well because you want to be part of that success as well. So um, uh, Coach Aranda and, and the football, uh, unbelievable season. Couldn't be more proud and happy for them. And uh, they've inspired and motivated us all. And uh, I know uh, uh, 
uh, women's basketball and men's basketball and 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 football the only the only three to win uh, a Big 12 championship in the same calendar year uh, in the Big 12 and we know how hard that is uh, and that's why it's never been done so uh, again hats off to, to to Mac and his leadership in our athletic department but uh, again it takes a team to win we all know the importance if you if you own a company uh, if you work with anybody you understand like as good as you are on the radio if you don't have that tech support you're not doing your job and you need everybody to win and that's why everyone's important and uh the community and the baylor family everybody's uh, uh, uh pitched in and that's why we've been successful hey coach uh, best of luck to you on saturday again thanks for your time and and uh, we look forward to visiting with you again soon well thank you for all that you guys do and uh, uh sick em bears from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up today begins a national signing period. We'll tell you what's coming up. Plus, Baylor basketball moves up to number one in the nation. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at BaylorShop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Today begins the early national signing period for football and other sports at Baylor. 
Watch for details of the Baylor signees all day long on the web at BaylorBears.com. Meanwhile, Baylor men's basketball with the big win over Villanova on Sunday has vaulted to the top spot in the national polls this week. Baylor ranked number one in the nation unanimously in the AP poll. They're number one in the coaches poll, receiving 30 of 32 possible first place votes. Here's Baylor head basketball coach Scott Drew. Well, I think I think first and foremost, uh, every coach tells you the the goal is at the end of the year to be number one. Um, but I, I will tell you, it always means something. It means something to your fans. It means something to your coaches, your players, and everybody. It's a great sign of respect for uh, the people that have come before you, the work they put in. And uh, this would make us, I believe, four times ranked number one in the last six years. And uh, there were only uh, uh, three other schools that had done that uh, three in the last five years. So it might even be less four in the last six. So that's tremendous honor. There's 358 teams. It's really hard to do, and it's even harder to stay number one. So um, uh, if we if we are blessed with that, uh, everybody congrats on the award, and then it's back to work. Scott Drew and the number one ranked Bears, 9-0 and on the season. Next action for the Bears in Eugene, Oregon, against the Ducks coming up this Saturday evening. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, 806, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tyler Barfield, Lark Smith in for Ward Whites, and we uh, we welcome into the program the head coach of the China Spring Cougars, Brian Bell. Coach, first of all, uh, thanks so much for being with us. I, I realize uh, you got a lot of a lot of demands on your time this week, and we do appreciate it. And, uh, man, what an exciting time for, uh, for the community and for the school and, and for your football team. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's an exciting time for China Spring, like you said. You now we got a community pep rally tomorrow, uh, tomorrow evening. We had a like a community send off, or where we kind of drove to elementary schools and intermediate schools, and the boys got to kind of high five all the all the little kids. And it's just an electric time to be a China Spring Cougar right now, and everybody's fired up. And uh, I mean, I, we got tons and tons of people that are going to be at this game Friday, and I just can't wait to see the to see a Columbia Blue in uh, Dallas Cowboy Stadium. It's going to be an awesome sight to see. Go back and take us through the Quarrel game just a little bit. Uh, your football team played really well in all three phases. Uh, yes, sir. Um, our defense was uh, kind of started off. You know, they um, created that momentum for us early. They kind of set the tone, and that's that's something that we've been lucky enough for them to do uh, every game this year so far. And so um, our offense kind of came back and or kind of got the ball and went down the field and scored and really kind of got the ball rolling for us on, on kind of as a game. And then our kicker Thomas Barr made a couple field goals again and. Uh, he's just a, an a awesome, awesome football player, awesome kid, and and like you said, yeah, all three phases were clicking, and um, it was a pretty neat opportunity to get out there and and to play good football, and uh, to go one and zero to make you go to a state championship was a pretty neat little victory. Coach, old old folks like me look at the, your playoff run. You've beat Sealy, Carthage, West Orange, Stark, Quero. I mean, those are outstanding high school programs in the state of Texas. Do, do your players realize what they've accomplished, who they've defeated up on, on the way to the state title game? Uh, absolutely. You know, it's a, it's a large task. Uh, but when you make a play or when you make a run kind of deep into playoffs, um, you're going to face teams that are good and you're going to face historic programs. And uh, that's, that's just going to, that's the nature of the beast, you know, and you, if you, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And, and that's great. But you know, the beautiful thing about our guys is they're just so mature 
And it's not that they don't have respect for these teams or those, these programs or anything like that. And they're just really focused on us and uh, really focused on our performance. And we understand that those are the only things we can control. We can't control how another team comes out and plays. You know, we can we can really dictate our role in that and how we prepare and the little things that we do. And that's just great senior leadership. That's a great coaching staff. And, and uh, our guys are really bought into that mindset this year. So Friday afternoon you play the Buckeyes of Gilmer. Uh, what can you tell us about this club? Uh, well, first and foremost, offensively they're just so explosive. Quarterback, uh, uh, you know, our, our quarterback, Major Bowden, is up for Mr. Football, Dave Campbell's, uh, an award that's uh, really, really neat. There's top ten finalists, and Major's one of them, but their quarterback's one of them too, and he can he can throw the ball around, and he can put it wherever he wants, uh, whenever he wants. And, um, you know, they got some uh, explosive receivers on the perimeter that are big-time playmakers, and then their running game uh, does a really, really, really uh, good job of kind of keeping that passing game balanced. And then uh, the defense side of the ball, they're extremely, extremely big, uh, extremely fast, physical, uh, and that's, that's the kind of team you're going to play in a state championship. So uh, it's not surprising, but this will be the best team we've faced this year, not even close. Visiting with uh, Brian Bell and, and Coach, you, you talked about the, the community pep rally and 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 the the support that the community's given you. But hasn't that been kind of a staple of that community for a long time? Absolutely, this place is special. Um, this community is phenomenal. The people here, uh, and that's kind of really what makes China Spring is obviously the people. Um, you know, we don't we don't have much out here. You know, we got a McDonald's, a Bush's Chicken, and about four dollar generals. It feels like. But, <laughs> um, there's not much going on out here but just a bunch of neighborhoods and um for, for them to have an excuse to kind of come together and really rally together right now is pretty cool to see but it's really always been like that and and uh luckily the football program's always been pretty successful here at china spring and and uh, that's something they can always rally around but uh this, this is a special place with special people i'm grateful to be a part of it uh, we know that uh, you have a, an incredibly tight family i would imagine that uh, both your brother and your dad are incredibly proud of you right now and and proud of what's going on with the program right now absolutely you know um we're all best friends all three of us and we talk all the time and uh, it's, it's really cool because how much china spring means to all of us you know not just me and and uh th like i said this place is special but uh, yes, sir. They are proud, and uh, it's pretty neat to to have them on the sidelines on Friday. And it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an awesome experience. I can't wait to uh, to experience it. Coach, go get it done. Uh, congratulations. Appreciate your time, and uh, boy, we are pulling for you. Go get it done. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you guys for all you do, man. This is is a neat opportunity. We just got to go one and zero. Excited for our our players and our community. And it's going to be fun. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, that is uh, that is Brian Bell, the head coach of the Chattanooga Spring Cougars. I'm telling you right now. Wow, would that be cool? Tomorrow, Lorena and Friday, China Spring. Mm -hmm. Both go one and zero. I mean, that's what he said. I mean, just yeah. one. And, both go one and zero. Just go one and zero. Bring us a couple of state championships back to uh, back to Central Texas, and, and uh, w what a cool thing for both communities. Absolutely, especially out at Lorena. Ray Biles has been there thirty years mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. A chance to win a, one of those big gold balls. The, the, they the won it in what eighty seven, yeah, and then played again yeah. for it in eighty nine. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, the, uh, John Henry's son is on this team. John Henry is part of that 87 mm -hmm, team at, at mm -hmm, Marina. And, mm -hmm. of course, you know, the the Bells have been uh, a staple oh. out of China Springs since, since uh, Mark started there <laughs> back in the Stone Ages, it seems like now, at least, at least for me. And, uh, you know, bo both Brian and, and uh, Sean were quarterbacks there and mm -hmm. had great runs there whenever they were 
uh, playing for China Spring. So, yeah, great, great deal going out at China Spring, and I hope the best for both of them. Won a heck of a more, uh, heck more than they lost, I can uh, tell you that. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, uh, just jazzed up for them. Jazzed up for Lorena, jazzed up for China. Uh, and, you know, just it gets everybody. I mean, it gets this whole county buzzing. I mean, right. I mean everybody Got around here. Yeah, everybody's excited and looking forward to it. So that'll be uh, Thursday. We'll be uh, we'll be Lorena at three o'clock, and Friday will be China Spring at three o'clock. And I don't have my list uh, uh, in front of me, but uh, our good friend Craig Way is going to call a lot of those games mm-hmm. on Bally Sports. And I think we got Craig tomorrow on the program. Okay. Uh, if he can come up for air preparing for <laughs> i think he has eight of the 12 i'm well, not kidding yeah he does he's a walking encyclopedia so we'll uh, we'll talk to him get him to break down some of these games for us so we'll do that tomorrow on the program all right it is 8 13 by the way our eight o'clock hour this morning is brought to you in part by our good friends at uh, VersaLift Southwest. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. Now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefit package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by 7601 Imperial Drive to apply. So there you go. All right, coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to get to the weather forecast, our weather a service of Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home. But right now, it is time for the uh, Cowboy Update on ESPN Central Texas with Christy Scales. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Sunday at the Giants has led to talk comparing Cowboy rookie Micah Parsons to all-time Giants great Lawrence Taylor. An expert weighs in after this. Head to the Star in Frisco to experience the most electrifying event of the season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. This must-see event kicks off with the lighting of the Star's massive Christmas tree and leads to an unforgettable performance showcasing the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, Dallas Cowboys Rhythm and Blue, mascot Rowdy, Santa Claus, and special appearances from Dallas Cowboys football heroes. Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza is free and open to the public. Visit thestardistrict.com for more info. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Sunday's game at the Giants features Cowboys rookie linebacker Micah Parsons, a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year, playing where all-time Giants great Lawrence Taylor plied his trade. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn grew up in New Jersey idolizing Taylor, so his thoughts on the comparisons of the two is interesting. LT was my favorite player, there's no doubt about it. Had the uh, poster on the wall, the whole thing. For Micah, we just want him to be the best version of himself. You know, he's an outside linebacker some, a defensive end some, but he's also an inside linebacker. We blitz him from off the ball, so it's a different game than it was then, but uh, for certainly he was he was my favorite player. Parsons already has 12 sacks this season. LT averaged 11 per year over his 13 seasons. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales.
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy, warm, and windy today. Highs topping out at 79 degrees. It'll remain mostly cloudy tonight. Very mild. We dropped to 67. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies. Another windy day with a slight chance of a rain shower late and a high of 80. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast, first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They say that Nick Saban sent a plane back to East Lansing to, uh, when he got the job at, I guess it would have been LSU, and to, to get all his assistants, and none of them got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Kelly had a similar situation. None of the Notre Dame people really wanted to go with Brian. I don't know what that tells you. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Way Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctor's thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the Foundation Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and 
Lark. Ward is, uh, I don't know where Ward is. Ward, Ward's supposed to be at practice right now. Yeah. And Ward is supposed to be on the phone with us right now. But you see how it is when you're on vacation. Well, maybe this phone doesn't work out in practice. <laughs> I mean, that have cell. Maybe his phone there. just doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it has the, I'm away from the office for a few days and yeah. I'm not calling you. <laughs> That happens. <laughs> I had a question for him yesterday. They took off at, uh, I think, wheels were up at noon yesterday. Okay. So I'm a guess. I was guessing maybe two and a half hours at the most to get there. I don't know. Okay. I, but, Never flown uh, so, in Ohio, so I don't know. Me neither. But uh, about four thirty-five o'clock, I said, hey, I got a question for Ward. Surely he's there unless he took a couple of laps around the plate, you know. Yeah. Ring, 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 ring. He still had it on airplane mode. Yeah, he had it on some kind of mode. I'm not answering the phone when Tom calls <laughs> for the next three days mode. That's that's what it was. So anyway, and then he makes fun of us. We're going to be doing talk shows from uh, New Orleans uh-huh. uh, with the uh, uh, with the um, Sugar Bowl. Yeah, with the sh- at the Sugar Bowl with the. Uh, with the uh, Office of Baylor Alumni. Look forward to that. That'll be Thursday and Friday. And uh, our show and, and uh, John Morris and then Matt Mosley. And then, of course, on Saturday, we'll have the uh, Game Day Line program from the uh, from the Big Dome there in New Orleans. And, uh, and look forward to it. So we're going to be working. It's a working trip. It just happens to be in New Orleans. It just happens to be New Year's Eve. Yeah. It just ha- I-, I didn't schedule the game. No, I didn't either. I didn't say 7.45-ish on New Year's night. Yeah. Because if it would have been me, it would have been 7.45 a.m.-ish on uh, on New Year's morning. Let's just play the game. Let's go. Let's get up and play. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> I would have I would have liked a little I would have liked to have had the game during the day. I mean, just saying, yeah, but you I know. Understand. Uh but 7:45 p.m. is when we're going to play the game. When you graduate to that uh, producer's job at ESPN, you can make those decisions. And it is based off television. Yes, There's no is. question. Uh-huh. So keep that in mind. Uh so anyway, we're going to be there for that and you know, the cool thing about about Baylor football being 11 to 2 is People recognize the the performances. They recognize the the job that the coaching staff have done, and mm-hmm. and therefore there's a, and again we've read a list of all of these different awards that players and and coaches have been nominated for and have won, and they just continue. Baylor head coach Dave Aranda named a finalist for the American Heart Association's Paul Bear Bryant Coach of the Year Award. That's a cool one. Uh, when it's named for the bear. That's a pretty cool deal. So, uh, Paul Bear Bryant, uh, so uh, Coach Aranda, a finalist for the Paul Bear Bryant Award. So, that would be cool. Uh, also, congratulations to Baylor football safety, Jalen Petrie. He's been named to the uh, 2021 Sporting News All-America second team. And uh, just uh, another award there for, for Jalen, who's had a tremendous year and a tremendous career. And I love this one. I love this. Baylor football senior running back, Abram Smith, has been named a finalist for the 2021 Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award. The award recognizes the top offensive player in Division I football who also exhibits the enduring characteristics that define Earl. Mm-hmm. Integrity, performance, teamwork, sportsmanship, drive, community, Run tenacity uh, <laughs> to persist, as well as uh, determination to overcome adversity and entry and, and all of those things to reach the goal. And you have to be born in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Cool award. Yeah. And, and stop and think about Abram Smith. Abram Smith is a linebacker by trade. It is. Baylor football says we need you to play running back for us to have the success that, we, that we're that we striving for. 
And Abram Smith says, hand me the football. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And then he had a hell of a year. Yeah. I yeah. mean, an unbelievable year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I'm, <laughs> I'm rooting for Abram on this one. Absolutely. And he is a cool dude, too, by the way. Uh, great guy. All right. Uh, so that uh, – at some of the awards that uh, that are going on. Remember, this is a signing day uh, for the, the the first day of the early signing period. Let's say that, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully, if everything goes according to our good friend Hoyle, we'll talk with uh, Stephen Simcox here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we're zero for one on the Ward White thing on the on the practice update, but you know, hey, it's the way it goes. I I I'm not surprised that uh, <laughs> Ward's going to say, "Well, coach," and uh, I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's cold. He probably wrapped up in a blanket and, and can't find his phone. Take yeah. another nap. Yeah, can't find his phone. Uh, so anyway, we'll uh, hopefully we'll visit with Stephen Sipcox here in just a couple of minutes, and then we're gonna have some guys in the in the studio. Uh, Lark, we mentioned this earlier. These guys get go up in perfectly good airplanes that are flying at the correct altitude, and then they step out of said airplane. And in plunge toward the ground, and, and, and plunge toward planet Earth. <laughs> I'm curious why. We'll we'll talk coming up in uh, in just a few minutes here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, don't forget the uh, big watch party at Dead Fish Grill coming up on Friday evening. Come join the party. You're invited to the Dead Fish Grill to watch the Stag Bowl, UMHB, and North Central. It's a six o'clock kickoff on ESPN Television. We'll have it on our. On our radio station, Fox Sports Central Texas, and of course, you can uh, you can be a part of the uh, Matt Mosley Show from four to six on Friday afternoon at twenty two oh seven Lake Road on beautiful Lake Belton, and uh, check them out on on uh, online at deadfishgrill.com. That's deadfishgrill.com. Stay with us when we come back. We'll visit with uh, Stephen Simcox, all right here from the Alan Samuel Studios on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott's going to toss the play wide to Pollard. Only heard here. Broke a tackle, got a block on the edge, sprinting to the 50. Pollard down the left sideline. All season. All the way to the pylon. Touchdown, Pollard. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station it's the cowboys and the new york giants sunday morning at 11 on our sister station fox sports central texas cmc auto group at highway 6 and imperial at cmc auto group we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town all vehicles serviced checked out oil changed and ready to drive daily at cmc auto group central texans are our customers and central texans are who we strive to please great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates cmc auto group at highway 6 and imperial Keenan and claire tell them where cmcautogroup.com say habla espanol Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. 
In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. An alumni group that includes Eric Dickerson has pledged $1 million a year to a name, image, and likeness program for SMU football players. Today starts the early signing period, and several sources indicate the Texas Aggies will have the third-best recruiting class in the nation. Texas is ranked seventh, with Alabama once again expected to gather the top talent. Steph Curry is now the NBA's greatest three-point shooter. He hit number 2,974 during the first quarter of last night's game against the Knicks. Tonight, all three Texas teams are on the court, the Rockets in Cleveland, the Mavericks hosting the Lakers, and the Spurs at home against Charlotte. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. You know, obviously Demarcus Lawrence left after the first week. Randy Gregory's been in and out. Brent Urban was placed on injured reserve a few weeks ago. Back in the preseason, when the Cowboys visited the Arizona Cardinals, they lost defensive tackle Neville Gallimore, who's you know clearly the best defensive tackle, and so he hasn't played at all so far this season. That's their starting four: Demarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Brent Urban, Randy Gregory, and they have never had all four of them together. Game Time weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Studio. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Eight thirty-one. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Lark Ward is in Canton, Ohio. We'll check in with him a little later on, but. Right now, from the Locked on Horn Frogs podcast, we say good morning to Stephen Simcox. Stephen, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Tom, and I'm excited to talk to you, and I'm happy that Lark's with us today. I'm excited for UMHB as well, but I'm just confused. I mean, is Ward, like, suiting up for the scout team this week for the crew? Or <laughs> yeah. he He's the scout team the quarterback. Hall of Fame? Like, he had to leave on... Tuesday to get to this uh, ball game that's taking place Friday night. He said something about helping the pilot fly the plane. I I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's that was my question. Why on earth? I mean, 
you could couldn't you walk from Waco to, to Canton and get there in time for the kickoff on Friday? I mean, no, he, he, he yeah, you might be able to, but I guess I guess preparation is key. So oh, absolutely, yeah. He, let him get after. It. He said he had to get up there and work on his spotting boards. I don't know. <laughs> so, hey, Stephen, it's a big day in in, uh, in in college football, and just your thoughts on this this early signing period starting today and what. You know, some of the effects that it's had, not only with the kids signing, but some of the effects that it's had, well, at TCU, for example. I mean, just, just your thoughts on the early signing period. It's, I thought it was a really good idea, and I, I think in some ways it still is. I feel like it's opened up some unintentional consequences that people weren't really prepared for. I mean, TCU, their class today, they have some, I mean, not disparaging any of the young men that are signing. I think it's ultimately going to end up being – a pretty good class, and I know recruiting rankings aren't everything, but uh, they're pretty low in the rankings at the moment just because it's a smaller class, and that's simply because there's been some uncertainty about the coaching staff. You know, this new coaching staff just got uh, here recently. They've been trying to do the best they can, but limited amount of time they have. Sonny Dykes, partly probably because of the early signing day, has basically been, you know, openly flirting with TCU and did so the last few weeks of SMU season. We saw Brian Kelly leave Notre Dame, a team that had a chance to, you know, be in the playoffs potentially, and he went to LSU. And I think all that stems back to the early signing day. And I felt like it's one of those things, Tom, that maybe when it started, people thought, okay, this is just a good date for some kids to take advantage of, right? Like maybe a few that want to enroll earlier, maybe a few that just want to get the recruiting process out of the way and enjoy their last semester of high school. But it's honestly become the signing day. Like, we'll have more people sign in February, but the majority of these uh, young men are signing in, in the middle of December now. So I think that's why you see coaching changes happening as fast as they have. I think that's why you saw Texas Tech move on from Matt Wells in the middle of the season. A lot of it comes back to um, recruiting's a huge deal. You have to spend time on it. And if you can get coaches in the doors earlier rather than later, then you can find a way to maybe put together a class that makes sense in December. So I'm not sure if it's going to stick around for the long haul, but, I mean, it's, it's sort of like the transfer portal and a lot of other things in college sports. I feel like it was a good idea on the surface, and there's some good things to come with it, but there's also um, a lot of, you know, sort of tentacles that have sprung off of it that – can be negative in some aspects. As we hit uh, the beginning of national uh, or the early signing period, a, a lot of those leaders in in college athletics, particularly college football, uh, the NCAA, the American Football Coaches Association, there's uh, there's a lot of people who would like for this thing to be revisited. And, and Stephen, I think I think it has to change, don't you? I mean, I think they've got to find a way to make this work. That doesn't uh, that doesn't do what what we I mean look we had we had coaches bailing and and don't tell me that Oklahoma Oklahoma's football coach wasn't having conversations uh, with with the folks on the West Coast while he was trying to get ready to play uh, Bedlam so I mean it's uh it's 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 changed how we do how we do business in college athletics. It has and I mean if you want to really put your tinfoil hat on with the Oklahoma situation. Uh, Lincoln Riley made some inroads in Southern California this past offseason. Like, he started getting some players from that area. And I don't know how much he knew at that point, but it's just, it's, it's kind of a funny coincidence, isn't it, that he suddenly had four or five guys that were already there in the USC, LA area that he could immediately get 
to flip to uh, that school as soon as he got there. Yeah, there was a I, quick I, decommit, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a quick decommit for sure. And I'm not sure what the compromise is. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think something has to change. Uh, I don't know if it's maybe moving signing the signing period to January, where it's and you just have one signing day and it's kind of a middle ground where hopefully coaches don't feel the need to make moves as quickly and maybe kids have more time to make these decisions. And you could still, I guess, potentially enroll early if you did that. I also wonder, and this would never happen, but this is an idea that I would just throw out there. Coaches wouldn't allow it to happen. I don't think agents would either. But could you, like, Tom, could you put some parameters on, um, you can't, like, you can't hire somebody from another school except in, in these dates. Like, in these and this week in December, you can make decisions. But before that, you don't need to do anything. And you could put some sort of bylaw in there that you can't talk to these people. We all know that's not going to happen. But could you somehow put a time frame on coaching searches that would make it uh, make more sense for coaches to not have to always be, you know, kind of looking, okay, where am I going to make my next move? Can I focus on the team I have now? Uh, but, yeah, I think – the early signing period is probably going to change. I'm just not sure what exactly the compromise is because I feel like it is a good thing for some of these players to get it out of the way. It's just uh, it's created a pretty big can of worms in the process. I'm hearing terms like transfer portal, decommit. Seems like these quote quote signing periods are, are the, the signatures are not in concrete; they're in quicksand. <laughs> it just seems like everything changes all the time, and there's there's no real commitment there by anybody. Yeah, there is. I mean, recruiting services make a huge deal about commitments, but, I mean, you said they're large, like these verbal commitments don't mean a ton until you actually get these people signed. Like this morning, Quentin Harris, who was an SMU commit, had been an SMU commit for months, he suddenly decides to sign with TCU, which that's fine. I mean, whatever he wants to do is his business, but – you know, he had, everybody thought he was going to SMU, and then suddenly, oh, no, I'm going to end up at TCU. I'm going to sign there today. And that news wasn't really out there until he made that decision. Uh, and you see that frequently. You see people decommit a lot. The transfer portal, it's become almost like unrestricted free agency in college football. You're seeing so much movement. I mean, I know Cameron Ward, who's the quarterback from an incarnate word, and he had a really good season. He's kind of exploring his options right now. And – his story is similar to a lot of others, but you know he was playing at a smaller school. He played really well, and then he was just sort of like, okay, well, I'll throw my hat in the ring in the transfer portal and see if you know anybody wants to come get me. And he's drawing some interest from other schools, and I feel like that's what you're seeing at the group of five level, at the FCS level. Some of these players that maybe for whatever reason flew under the radar in the recruiting process, you just play a couple of years somewhere. If you put up good numbers, if you have you know, the right build in athleticism, then potentially he could use that as a springboard to go somewhere else. So it's pretty wild. And, uh, yeah, player movement is alive and well, and it's happening all over college athletics. Yeah, and then you've got players like Quinn Ewers. I mean, it's kind of a business decision for him. Last year he signs with Ohio State because he says he's got a million-dollar deal on name, image, and likeness, spends one year there, and now he's in the transfer portal, and everyone seems to think he's going to go to the University of Texas. Right, yeah, the Quinn Ewers situation is fascinating. He feels like he's about 23 years old because we've heard his name so much, but he's technically only going to be a college freshman this year. Mm-hmm. You reclassify as you kind of laid out there, but um, this is part of the deal with name, image, and likeness, I guess. You know, he cashed out, which was, hey, I, I get it. Like, if you have a chance to get a payday, 
Um, go get it. But then he was at Ohio State, saw that C.J. Stroud was kind of the guy, and now he's moved on to Texas. So he got a payday, and he didn't really use up any eligibility technically, and now he can just slide in, and maybe he's the starter at UT. It's a, it's a crazy world we live in. You know, I think the Quinn thing, though, if, if, you, if that's something that you don't like or that you're uneasy about, I'd just say that's not going to be the typical situation, right? Like, Quinn Ewers is a special talent. Um, he's one of the highest-rated quarterbacks ever coming out of high school. Obviously plays a big program in South Lake Carroll. So I don't think everyone's going to demand the type of attention that he does. But uh, he's made the most of it, and he's cashed out, I guess, in, in the best way possible for him so far. All right, uh, Stephen, what, uh, you mentioned the, uh, the class, the first class. Uh, w- what does it look like for, for the TCU Horned Frogs? So as of the time I'm hopping on the phone with you, I believe they have eight guys signed. Um, some names to know. Josh Hoover, quarterback from Rockwall Heath. That's a pretty prolific offense, as you guys know, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He did a nice job there. Um, a couple kids from Garland, Chance Biddle, and Jordan Hudson. Biddle is a safety uh, Hudson's a wide receiver. They're both four-star prospects. Uh, Biddle signed this morning. Hudson's expected to sign with TCU later today. Um, Major Everhart, a running back from Amarillo, Tascosa, um, who put up some big numbers this past season. He's in the fold as well. A lot of skilled players, which you would expect from Sonny Dykes and his uh, offensive philosophy. And a lot of guys from the Dallas-Fort Worth area that are really trying to uh, you know, get those kids to stay home. So a smaller class so far. We'll see what they do over the next few months, but yeah, I think they'll probably end up with 10 or 11 signees today. What, uh, what are you working on for the podcast? Well, I have plenty of coverage of that. Uh, TCU basketball rolling along. They played Georgetown as far as the Big 12 Big East uh, showdown this weekend, and they'll get into conference play after that. Uh, and plenty of news about the new coaching staff as well, and it's a lot of time drugs. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. Stephen, as always, it is a pleasure. We appreciate your time today. Thanks so much, guys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Stephen Simcox from uh, Locked on Horn Frogs, the podcast. It is 841, 19 away from 9. And a uh, couple of quick notes here. I know I, I'm going to save those notes. Uh, we're we're going to talk to some guys, Lark, that, uh, that jump, jump out, out of airplanes. airplanes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got to know about this. I got to yeah. I, I got to know about this. So yeah. we'll, we'll do that coming up here in uh, in just a couple of minutes. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Lark, and uh, we're glad you're with us on a Wednesday morning. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. An alumni group that includes Eric Dickerson has pledged $1 million a year to a name, image, and likeness program for SMU football players. Today starts the early signing period, and several sources indicate the Texas Aggies will have the third-best recruiting class in the nation. Texas is ranked seventh, with Alabama once again expected to gather the top talent. Steph Curry is now the NBA's greatest three-point shooter. He hit number 2,974 during the first quarter of last night's game against the Knicks. Tonight, all three Texas teams are on the court, the Rockets in Cleveland, the Mavericks hosting the Lakers, and the Spurs at home against Charlotte. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show. Now, 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Join us Wednesday, December 22nd, live from Rudy's for a Sugar Bowl preview show featuring head coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, the 22nd. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's. Now beginning at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Your friend in the car business. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 846, we're 14 away from 9, and we say hello to Anthony and to Scott. They are from Skydive Temple, and uh, good morning, fellas. Uh, How are you today, guys? Doing great. How are you doing? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time. All right, let's let's ask the first question because i got to get this one out of the way. Why in the hell would someone jump out of a perfectly good airplane? Well, we open the doors, and that's it. <laughs> and jumping out of cars is dangerous. So, I mean. <laughs> but, but, but jumping out of a plane is... Seriously, take, take, I, I know that Stephanie from our staff has done it a couple of times. Uh, what's the process? I mean... A Sunday afternoon, I go, you know what the heck? I think I'm going to go jump out of a plane. I mean, how, what, what's the deal? T- t- talk us through it. So just if you want to just experience it without any training or anything like that, uh, the process is you come in, usually put a reservation in. You come in during your reservation. We're going to have you uh, sign some waivers, give us a bunch of money, and then we're going to send you into the room to watch a video, kind of a safety video. Um, the training for a tandem is actually not very much because the tandem instructor is going to do the most of the work. We'll gear you up take you out to where the plane is, load up, go 10,000 feet up into the air, and then we're going to open that door and let you fall out. Okay, so you you, you say the tandem instructor is going to do most of the work. That's right. What work goes into it? I mean, again, dumb question. I mean, if you jump out, uh, 
at some point you pull the ripcord. I mean, what else? Talk to me. Yeah, sure. So it's not like a roller coaster. What the student does does affect the skydive. So I need to teach proper body position. We need to teach where to look, where your legs go. The tandem instructor is there to take the video and outfly the student. So if you don't give me a good body position, I can outfly you, keep us stable. I need to deploy the parachute, and I need to fly it. So that's where the real work comes in is flying that parachute back down safely in a nice, safe landing. Have you, just out of curiosity, have you ever had somebody kind of panic on you? And how do you handle that? Oh, yeah, that's just a simple motivation, um, you know, a nice big hug. And then we just, at 10,000 feet, the door's open, the wind's blowing, the engine's roaring. No, no, no sounds just like go, go, go. So we just kind of jump on out. <laughs> I mean, because I'm telling you right now, if if I did it, I would squeal like a pig. I mean, you know. Yeah, so we uh, put music over the video, so, you know, not everybody has to hear that. <laughs> what, what? So, if, if seriously, if, if, if Lark wanted to jump out of the plane or Stephanie wanted to go again, uh, t talk to me. Walk me from, from leaving Waco to, to landing on the ground in, in, in Temple. You bet. So, step one, get on skydivetemple.com, make your reservation. That's always the best way to do it. We want to get you in and out, have a great experience, and not sit there all day, you know, waiting for your turn. So, get that reservation in. Get there about 15 minutes early. Do your waivers online. Once you get there, we'll welcome you in. Take care of all the admin stuff. Do your ground training. Gear you up. Wear weather-appropriate clothing. That's always a good one. Some nice lace-up shoes. Don't come in in your cowboy boots and work boots, but some weather-appropriate clothing. We'll get you on the plane. And uh, once that door opens up, put our feet out the door and uh, knees into the breeze. Great question. Do you dress warm? I mean, you are jumping out of... Out of an airplane at 10,000 feet or whatever. I mean, is it a little cool? Well, it's weather dependent. Okay, so yeah. during the summer, the further we go up, of course, the cooler it gets, but it's still 70 degrees, 60 ah, degrees okay. at altitude in the summer. During the wintertime, yeah, it's, it's cool. nice and cold. But we have jumpsuits. We wear right. gloves for the students. Uh, we wear warmer clothes, too, so it's not a big deal. Is this is this a good Christmas gift? Is this a stocking stuffer? Uh, this is an excellent Christmas gift. Um, people... We have a lot of people that come and get guest certificates from us, and it's a really popular present. Um, we usually get them coming in throughout the year. A gift certificate lasts all year, so if you don't want to jump in the cold, you got all summer no matter what. So it's uh, we get a lot of people get them in now, and then they'll come in the summer and get their jump in, and then they have a video to show everyone else too. Do you ever have someone show up that uh, got a gift certificate that said, you know, my... Uh in-laws gave me this gift certificate thinking that maybe I might not survive. We have those conversations <laughs> once in a while, you know, make sure the insurance is up to date. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. no, it's it's amazing. I mean, if you got that loved one that you just really want to see scream and panic and cry, <laughs> perfect gift. Uh, we do a lot of graduations, birthdays, bucket list, uh, and then we're, we're also a school. So people experience that first tandem and want to learn to skydive. I have just world record holders. I have former Golden Knights on staff. I have really? an amazing group of people. Oh, yeah. um, two of our students just made the Golden Knights team. For those that don't know what it is, it's the Army's parachute team. Mm -hmm. uh, two students that learned last I, I, I've year. I've had the opportunity to fly <laughs> with them when they oh, were so doing an air down. show here yeah. in Waco, and it, that is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, two guys learned last year. They mm -hmm. were stationed at Fort Hood. They uh, competed for the Golden Knights, and they both made it this year. Wow. And they learned last year how to skydive. How cool so is that? it's really cool. We joke about it, but talk about the safety of, of the uh, of the of the process and of the event. Oh, sure. So this has been developed 
for a long time. We have state-of-the-art equipment. Um, it's not the skydiving back in the 60s and 70s and 80s where it's well, learned. Skydiving is now 100 years old. Since the la- since they first did a skydive, it's been 100 years. Wow. Um, you know, it has a reputation of being dangerous, but that's when they were still developing skydiving. You know, back in the 60s and the 70s, they're using completely different equipment and still kind of getting an idea of what is a safe skydive? How do we actually do it? Now, over the last 50 years, they've created, you know, we've got better materials, we've got better facilities to actually test all of the parachutes. Everything is rated through the FAA. So as safe as a plane is, that's as safe as a, as a parachute is. Um, and then on top of it, you know, all of our training is so much better now just because we get to build on top of everything that's come before. So of extreme sports, skydiving is by far the safest. So, so first time up. Is it just hey, come out of the plane, pull you know, and just float down? I mean, or is there are there maneuvers that uh, as the tandem instructor? I mean, walk sure. me through that. So I mean, we try to tailor it to the individual. Uh, some people want it nice and calm and just enjoy the view because we are going to free fall for about forty five seconds. Um, so we can just go out stable, do some nice three sixty turns, see the lakes. We fly right out over Stillhouse Lake, so you can see the beautiful views. Or we got the ones that want a little more of an extreme adventure. We do a few flips and spins and barrel rolls and then uh, bring it down to our pull altitude, which is around 5,000 feet. We deploy the parachute. Going back to the safety of it, we do carry two parachutes and we also have computers built into our parachute rigs nowadays. So the technology is very advanced from what it was. Uh, Then we open the parachute. We can bring it in nice and slow and soft like parasailing or we can do some fun extreme maneuvers so it's really based off of what the student wants okay you brought up parasailing i love to parasail so am i talking about very similar really very similar uh only we're not being drugged behind a boat we're flying our own parachute (laughs) but it's the same feeling it's quiet you got the wind out Mm -hmm, there you get to mm -hmm. see the beautiful view uh it's very peaceful uh another question if if i was on the fence is there any way just to go up and watch somebody else go through the process to see if I because I hate to get up there and go, I ain't doing it. <laughs> Anybody's welcome to come out and enjoy and watch what's going on right. and, and see and grab a cold beer. I mean, you're not jumping after you drink, but whatever. Uh, we have people come out and picnic and bring chairs and just watch all day. So that's not a big deal. But no, you're not getting on the plane unless you're getting out. Hey, days, hours. <laughs> uh, and and how, do we, how do we get a hold of you to get this deal done? All right, so we're open five days a week, Thursday through Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, We're open from 9 to sunset. So right now we're closing down around 5.30. Last uh, reservations at 4 during the winter, 5 during the summer. But we'll keep on flying until sunset. And it's just jumping online and and making that reservation. We are right there in Salado, uh, right off of I-35. So exit 282 coming from Waco or exit 280. Three coming from or 283 coming from Waco, 282 coming from Austin. Okay, so what is the website? Skydivetemple.com. Uh, one more time. Skydivetemple.com. All right. Thank Fellas, we appreciate it. Uh, it sounds like, uh, sounds like a hoot and a great way to, to maybe during this, uh, during this, a lot of people are off and, and down during the, uh, that Christmas, New Year's window, and this would be a cool way to, to spend a, an afternoon. Well, that's my favorite fun. thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys have a great day. We appreciate your time today. Right. Thank, Thank you so much. All right. Thank Anthony you. and Scott from uh, Skydive Temple. It is 8.54. We're six away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Lark, and we're right back with more in just a moment. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. 
We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Dust off those boots, Texas. It's time for the rodeo. The incredible Ram Texas Circuit Finals, presented by Republic Gun Club, is returning to the Extraco Event Center. From December 30th through January 1st, you can watch the best of the best from Texas Circuit battle for the chance to compete at the Ram National Circuit Finals Rodeo. Come experience what everyone else is talking about and purchase your tickets now at extracoeventcenter.com. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Recently on the John Moore Show. Who, if you had a vote, who would be the Big 12 Coach of the Year oh, this year? Oh, easily be Coach Aranda. Uh, like, no question, no, right? No, no question. No question. After, after yeah. two and seven last year, there, there would be no question. All right, be. so the Big 12 coaches, the coaches vote for uh, Big 12 honors, player of the year, coach of the year, offense, defense, all that came out today. Mm-hmm. Mike Gundy is the Big 12 Coach of the Year. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, it is time for the grab bag at 8.57. We're three minutes away from 9 o'clock. Uh, Greeny's coming up at 9, and then uh, John Morris is here at 3 o'clock. And uh, Matt Mosley at 4 here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, Lark, a couple of quick notes uh, NFL-related, the Rams have closed their practice facilities and entered the NFL's intensive protocol, according to head coach Sean McVay. L.A. is dealing with more COVID-19 cases just uh, uh, a day after placing uh, uh, 
a couple of players on the COVID list just before Monday night football and their win against the Cardinals. So uh, they've got issues with COVID-19. And it seems like uh, here in the last few weeks, all of a sudden we've had another kind of a push with when it comes to, to, to COVID-19. You've got the Tulane's basketball team is shut down. Uh, there's just all kinds of yeah, things going on. I think the NBA canceled a game with the Chicago two, Bulls. Two last. of them. They've yeah. canceled two Chicago Bulls basketball games. Yeah, they've so. got ten guys. Uh, on what a twelve-man roster yeah, that it, uh, is. it is cold and flu season. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's also still COVID season. Unfortunately, uh, here's one. Uh, again, I hadn't thought about OJ Simpson in a long time, but OJ <laughs> Simpson has been granted an early discharge from parole effective immediately. Nevada State Police say, uh, according to the Nevada State Police, he was originally scheduled to be discharged from parole. Uh, in February, but the 74-year-old former NFL star is uh, is out. So uh, good behavior. Yeah, 74. Oh, does that seem right? I mean, uh, oh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, he's he's lived a interesting life, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he went from uh, falling into uh, to convertibles for Hertz or whatever to <laughs> running through airports to running through prisons. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for being a part of the program. Stay with us. Greeny is coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. forward Giannis Antetokounmpo among three Bucks players out tonight against the Pacers due to COVID protocols. Mavericks guard Luka Doncic out again tonight versus the Lakers because of left ankle soreness. LA center Anthony Davis knee soreness is questionable. Lakers Mavs open the ESPN doubleheader followed by the Clippers and Jazz. Coverage tips off with NBA countdown at 7 Eastern on ESPN TV.